0: Act 5 of the history of King Lear by Nahum Tate this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org act 5 scene 1 scene a camp enter goneril and attendants
1: our sisters powers already are arrived and she herself has promised to prevent the night with her approach. Have you provided the banquet I bespoke for her reception at my tent?
2: So, please, Your Grace, we have.
1: But thou, my poisoner, must prepare the bowl that crowns this banquet. When our mirth is high, the trumpets sounding and the flutes replying, then is the time to give this fatal draught to this imperious sister. If then our arms succeed edmund more dear than victory is mine but if defeat or death itself attend me twill charm my ghost to think i've left behind me trumpet no happy rival hark she comes
0: exeunt scene two enter bastard in his tent
3: to both these sisters have i sworn my love each jealous of the other as the stung are of the adder. Neither can be held if both remain alive. Where shall I fix? Cornwall is dead, and Regan's empty bed seems cast by fortune for me. But already I have enjoyed her. And bright goneril with equal charms brings dear variety and yet untasted beauty i will use her husband's countenance for the battle then usurp at once his bed and throne
0: enter officers
3: my trusty scouts you are well returned have ye descried the strength and posture of the enemy
0: we have
2: and were surprised to find the banished kent returned and at their head your brother edgar on the rear old gloucester a moving spectacle led through their ranks Whose powerful tongue and more prevailing wrongs have so enraged their rustic spirits that, with the approaching dawn, we must expect their battle.
3: You bring a welcome hearing. Each to his charge, line well your ranks and stand in your reward. To night repose you, and in the morn will give the sun a sight that shall be worth his rising.
0: Exeunt. Scene three. Scene: a valley near the camp enter edgar and Gloucester.
4: here sir take you the shadow of this tree for your good host pray that the right may thrive if ever i return to you again i'll bring you comfort
0: exit
5: thanks friendly sir the fortune your good cause
0: deserves betide you an alarum after which Gloucester speaks oh, the fight grows hot the whole war's
5: now at work and the gored battle bleeds in every vein whilst drums and trumpets drown loud slaughter's roar where's gloucester now that used to head the fray and scour the ranks where deadliest danger lay here like a shepherd in a lonely shade idle unarmed and listening to the fight yet the disabled courser maimed and blind when to his stall he hears the rattling war foaming with rage tears up the battered ground and tugs for liberty no more of shelter thou blind worm but forth to the open field the war may come this way and crush thee into rest here lay thee down and tear the earth that work befits a mole oh dark despair when edgar wilt thou come to pardon and dismiss
0: me to the grave A retreat sounded. Hark, a retreat The king has lost or won. Re enter Edgar bloody.
4: Away, old man, give me your hand. Away King Lear has lost. He and his daughter Tain, and this ye gods, is all that I can save of this most precious wreck. Give me your hand.
5: No father, sir. A man may rot even here. What in ill thoughts again?
4: Men must endure their going hence even as their coming hither.
0: And that's true too. Exeunt. Scene four. Flourish. Enter in conquest. Albany, Goneril, Regan, Bastard. Lear, Kent, Cordelia, prisoners.
6: it is enough to have conquered. Cruelty should ne'er survive the fight captain of the guards treat well your royal prisoners till you have our further orders as you hold our pleasure
1: hark sir not as you hold our husband's pleasure to the captain aside but as you hold your life dispatch your prisoners our empire can have no sure settlement but in their death the earth that covers them binds fast our throne let me hear they are dead i shall obey your orders
3: sir i approve it safest to pronounce sentence of death upon this wretched king whose age has charms in it his title more to draw the commons once more to his side
6: twere best prevent sir by your favour i hold you but a subject of this war not as a brother
2: that's as we list to grace him have you forgot that he did lead our powers or the commission of our place and person, and that authority may well stand up and call itself your brother.
1: Not so hot. In his own merits he exalts himself more than in your addition. Enter Edgar disguised.
4: What art thou? Pardon me, sir, that I presume to stop a prince and conqueror. Yet ere you triumph, give ear to what a stranger can deliver of what concerns you more than triumph can i do impeach your general there of treason lord edmund that usurps the name of gloucester of foulest practice gainst your life and honour this charge is true and wretched though i seem i can produce a champion that will prove in single combat what i do avouch if edmund dares but trust his cause and sword
3: what will not edmund dare my lord i beg the favour that you instantly appoint the place where i may meet this challenger whom I will sacrifice to my wronged fame. Remember, sir, that injured honour's nice And cannot brook delay.
6: Anon, before our tent, in the army's view, There let the herald cry. I thank your
4: highness in my champion's name. He'll wait your trumpet's call.
0: Lead. Exeunt. Scene 5.
7: Manent, Lear, Kent, Cordelia, o oh, kent cordelia you are the only pair that i e'er wronged and the just gods have made you witnesses of my disgrace the very shame of fortune to see me chained and shackled at these years yet were you but spectators of my woes not fellow-sufferers all were well
8: this language sir adds yet to our affliction
7: thou kent didst head the troops that fought my battle exposed thy life and fortunes for a master that had as i remember banished thee
8: pardon me sir that once i broke your orders banished by you i kept me here disguised to watch your fortunes and protect your person you know you entertained a rough blunt fellow one caius and you thought he did you service
7: my trusty caius i have lost him too weeps twas a rough honesty
8: i was that caius disguised in that coarse dress to follow you
7: my cages too wert thou my trusty cages enough enough
8: ah me he faints his blood forsakes his cheek help kent
7: no no they shall not see us weep we'll see them rot first guards lead away to prison come kent cordelia come we too will sit alone like birds of the cage when thou dost ask me blessing i'll kneel down and ask of thee forgiveness thus we'll live and pray and sing and tell old tales and laugh at gilded butterflies hear sycophants talk of court news and we'll talk with them too who loses and who wins who's in who's out and take upon us the mystery of things as if we were heaven's spies
8: upon such sacrifices the gods themselves throw incense
7: have i caught ye he that parts us must bring a brand from heaven together we'll out toil the spite of hell and die the wonders of the world away Exeunt
0: guarded. Scene six. Flourish. Enter before the tents. Albany, Goneril, Regan, guards, and attendants. Goneril speaking apart to the captain of the guards entering.
1: Here's gold for thee. Thou know'st our late command upon your prisoners' lives. About it straight, and at our evening banquet let it raise our mirth to hear that they are dead.
0: I shall not fail your orders. Exit. Albany, Goneril, Regan, take their seats.
6: Now, Gloucester, trust to thy single virtue, for thy soldiers, all levied in my name, have in my name took their discharge. Now let our trumpets speak, and, Herald, read out this. Reads
2: if any man of quality within the lists of the army will maintain upon edmund supposed earl of gloucester that he is manifold traitor let him appear by the third sound of the trumpet he is bold in his defence again
6: again
0: trumpet answers from within enter edgar armed
6: lord edgar
3: Ha, my brother this is the only combatant that i could fear for in my breast guilt duels on his side but conscience what have i to do with thee or thou thy dull legitimate slaves but i was born a libertine and so i keep me
4: my noble prince a word ere we engage into your highness's hands i give this paper it will the truth of my impeachment prove whatever be my fortune in the fight we shall peruse it now edmund draw thy sword that if my speech has wronged a noble heart thy arm may do thee justice here are the presence of this high prince these queens and this crowned list i brand thee with the spotted name of traitor false to thy gods thy father and thy brother and what is more thy friend false to this prince if then thou sharest a spark of gloucester's virtue acquit thyself or, if thou shar'st his courage, meet this defiance bravely.
3: And dares Edgar, the beaten routed Edgar, brave his conqueror? From all thy troops and thee I've forced the field. Thou hast lost the general stake, and art thou now come with thy petty single stock To play this after-game?
4: Half-blooded man, thy father sin first, then his punishment. The dark and vicious place where he begot thee cost him his eyes from thy licentious mother thou drawst thy villainy but for thy part of gloucester's blood i hold thee worth my sword
3: thou bearest thee on thy mother's piety which i despise thy mother being chaste thou art assured thou art but gloucester's son but mine disdaining constancy leaves me to hope that i am sprung from nobler blood and possibly a king might be my sire but be my birth's uncertain chance as twill. Who twas that had the hit to father me, I know not. Tis enough that I am I. Of this one thing I'm certain, that I have a daring soul, And so have at thy heart. Sound trumpet!
0: Fight! Bastard
1: falls! Save, Save him. him! Save him! Save him! This was practice, Gloucester. Thou wonst the field, and wast not bound to fight a vanquished enemy. Thou art not conquered, but cozened and betrayed.
6: Shut your mouth, lady, or with this paper I shall stop it. Hold, sir, thou worse than any name, read thy own evil. No tearing, lady, I perceive you know it.
1: Say, if I do, who shall arraign me for it? The laws are mine, not thine.
6: Most monstrous! Ah, thou know'st it too. Ask me not what I know.
3: I have not breath to answer idle questions.
6: I have resolved. Your right, brave sir, has conquered.
0: To Edgar.
6: Along with me, I must consult your father.
0: exeunt Albany and Edgar.
2: Help every hand to save a noble life. My half of the kingdom for a man of skill to stop this precious stream.
3: Away, ye Emperics, torment me not with your vain offices. The sword has pierced too far, legitimacy at last has got it. The pride of nature dies.
1: Away, the minutes are too precious. Disturb us not with thy impertinent sorrow.
2: Art thou my rival then, professed?
1: Why, was our love a secret? Could there be beauty like mine, and gallantry like his, and not a mutual love? just nature then had erred behold that copy of perfection that youth whose story will have no foul page but where it says he stooped to regan's arms which yet was but compliance not affection a charity to begging ruined beauty
2: who begged when goneril writ that expose it
0: throws her a letter
2: and let it be your army's mirth as twas this charming youth's and mine when in the bower he breathed the warmest ecstasies of love then panting on my breast cried matchless regan that goneril and thou should e'er be kin
1: die circe for thy charms are at an end expire before my face and let me see how well that boasted beauty will become congealing blood and death's convulsive pangs die and be hushed for at my tent last night thou drank'st thy bane amidst thy revelling bowls. ha dost thou smile is then thy death thy sport or has the trusty potion made thee mad
2: thou comest as short of me in thy revenge as in my gloucester's love my jealousy inspired me to prevent thy feeble malice and poison thee at thy own banquet. ha!
3: No more, my queens, of this untimely strife. You both deserved my love, and both possess it. Come soldiers, bear me in, and let your royal presence grace my last minutes. Now Edgar, thy proud conquest I forgive. Who would not choose like me to yield his breath, to have rival queens contend for him in death?
0: Exeunt. Scene seven. Seen a prison, Lear asleep with his head on Cordelia's lap. What
8: toils, thou wretched king, hast thou endured, to make thee draw in chains, asleep so sound? thy better, angel, charm thy ravished mind, with fancied freedom, peace is us'd to lodge, on cottage straw, thou hast the beggar's bed; therefore, shouldst have the beggar's careless thought and now my edgar i remember thee what fate has seized thee in this general wreck i know not but i know thou must be wretched because cordelia holds thee dear o oh, gods a sudane gloom o'erwhelms me and the image of death o'erspreads the place ha who are these
0: enter captain and officers with cords
4: now sirs dispatch already you are paid in part the best of your rewards to come
7: charge charge upon their flank their last wing halts push push the battle and the days our own their ranks are broke down down with albany who holds my hands oh thou deceiving sleep i was this very minute on the chase and now a prisoner here what mean the slaves you will not murder me
8: help earth and heaven for your souls sakes dear sirs and for the gods
2: no tears good lady no pleading against gold and preferment come sirs make ready your cords
8: you sir I'll seize. you have a humane form and if no prayers can touch your soul to spare a poor king's life if there be anything that you hold dear By that I beg you to dispatch me first.
4: Comply with her request. Dispatch her
7: first. Off, hellhounds! By the gods I charge you spare her. Tis my Cordelia, my true pious daughter. No pity? Nay then, take an old man's vengeance. Snatches a partisan
0: and strikes down two of them. The rest quit Cordelia and turn upon him. Enter Edgar and Albany.
5: Death, hell!
4: Ye vultures, hold your impious hands, Or take a speedier death than you would give.
6: By whose command? Behold the duke your lord. Gods, seize those instruments of cruelty.
8: My Edgar, oh!
6: My dear Cordelia, lucky was the minute of our approach. The gods have
4: weighed our sufferings, we are past the fire and now must shine to ages
0: look here my lord see where the generous king has slain two of them.
7: did i not fellow i've seen the day with my good biting falchion i could have made em skip i am old now and these vile crosses spoil me out of breath fie oh quite out of breath and spent
6: bring in old kent and edgar guide you hither your father whom you said was near
0: exit edgar
6: he may be an ear-witness at the least of our proceedings
7: kent brought in here who are you my eyes are none of the best i'll tell you straight o albany well sir we are your captives and you are come to see death pass upon us why this delay or ist your highness pleasure to give us first the torture say ye so why here's old kent and i as tough a pair as e'er bore tyrants stroke but my cordelia my poor cordelia here o oh pity
6: take off their chains thou injured majesty the wheel of fortune now has made her circle and blessings yet stand twixt thy grave and thee
7: Com'st thou, inhumane lord, to soothe us back to a fool's paradise of hope, to make our doom more wretched? Go to, we are too well acquainted with misfortune to be gulled with lying hope. No, we will hope no more.
6: I have a tale to unfold so full of wonder as cannot meet an easy faith. But by that royal injured head, tis true
8: what would your highness
6: no the noble edgar impeached lord edmund since the fight of treason and dared him for the proof to single combat in which the gods confirmed his charge by conquest i left eden now the traitor wounded mortally
7: and whither tends this story
6: ere they fought lord edgar gave into my hands this paper a blacker scrowl of treason and of lust than can be found in the records of hell there sacred sir behold the character of goneril the worst of daughters but more vicious wife
8: could there be yet addition to their guilt what will not they that wrong a father do
6: since then my injuries Lear, fall in with thine i have resolved the same redress for both
8: what says my lord speak FOR ME THOUGHT I HEARD THE CHARMING VOICE OF A DESCENDING GOD.
6: THE TROOPS BY Edmund RAISED I HAVE DISBANDED. THOSE THAT REMAIN ARE UNDER MY COMMAND. WHAT COMFORT MAY BE BROUGHT TO CHEER YOUR AGE AND HEAL YOUR SAVAGE WRONGS SHALL BE APPLIED, FOR TO YOUR MAJESTY WE DO RESIGN YOUR KINGDOM, SAVE WHAT PART YOURSELF CONFERRED ON US IN MARRIAGE.
8: HEAR YOU THAT, MY liege? THEN THERE ARE GODS, AND VIRTUE IS THEIR CARE
6: is't possible let
7: the spheres stop their course the sun make halt the winds be hushed the seas and fountains rest all nature pause and listen to the change where is my kent my cagus?
8: here my liege
7: why i have news that will recall thy youth ha didst thou hear it, or did th inspiring gods whisper to me alone old lear shall be a king again
8: the prince that like a god has power has said it
7: cordelia then shall be a queen mark that cordelia shall be queen winds catch the sound and bear it on your rosy wings to heaven cordelia is a queen re-enter edya with Gloucester.
6: look sir where pious edgar comes leading his eyeless father o my liege his wondrous story will deserve your leisure what he has done and suffered for your sake what for the fair Cordelia's?
5: where is my liege conduct me to his knees to hail his second birth of empire My dear Edgar has, with himself, revealed the king's blessed restoration. My poor dark Gloucester, oh, let me kiss that once more sceptred hand.
7: Hold, thou mistakest the majesty. Kneel here, Cordelia has our power. Cordelia's queen. Speak. Is not that the noble suffering Edgar?
5: My pious son, more dear than my lost eyes,
7: I wronged him too. But here's the fair amends.
4: Your leave, my liege, for an unwelcome message. Edmund, but that's a trifle, is expired. What more will touch you? Your imperious daughters, Goneril and haughty Regan, both are dead. Each by the other poisoned at a banquet. This dying, they confessed.
8: O oh, fatal period of ill-governed life!
7: Ingrateful as they were, my heart feels yet a pang of nature for their wretched fall. But Edgar, I defer thy joys too long. Thou servest distressed Cordelia, take her crowned, the imperial grace fresh blooming on her brow. Nay, Gloucester, thou hast here a father's right, thy helping hand to heap blessings on their head
8: old kent throws in his hearty wishes too
4: the gods and you too largely recompense what i have done the gift strikes merit dumb
8: nor do i blush to own myself overpaid for all my sufferings
5: past now gentle gods give gloucester his discharge
7: no gloucester thou hast business yet for life Thou, Kent, and I, retired to some cool cell, will gently pass our short reserves of time in calm reflections on our fortunes past, cheered with the relation of the prosperous reign of this celestial pair. Thus our remains shall in an even course of thought be passed. Enjoy the present hour, nor fear the last.
4: Our drooping country now erects her head. Peace spreads her balmy wings, and plenty blooms. Divine Cordelia, all the gods can witness How much thy love to empire I prefer. Thy bright example shall convince the world, Whatever storms of fortune are decreed, That truth and virtue shall at last succeed.
0: Exeunt Omdes Finis Epilogue.
5: Inconstancy, the reigning sin o the age, will scarce endure true lovers on the stage. You hardly, even in plays, with such dispense, and poets kill em in their own defence. Yet one bold proof I was resolved to give that I could three hours constancy outlive you fear perhaps whilst on the stage we are made such saints we shall indeed take up the trade sometimes we threaten (laughs) but our virtue may for truth i fear with your pit valour weigh for not to flatter either i much doubt when we are off the stage and you are out we are not quite so coy nor you so stout we talk of nunneries but to be sincere whoever lives to see us cloistered there may hope to meet our critics at tangier for shame give over this inglorious trade of worrying poets and go maul the Alcade. Well, since you're all for blustering in the pit, this play's reviver humbly does admit your absolute power to damn his part of it. But still, so many master-touches shine of that vast hand that first laid this design, that in great Shakespeare's right, he's bold to say, If you like nothing you have seen to-day, Play your judgment, dams. Not you the play.
0: End of Act Five. End of the History of King Lear by Nahum Tate.